your host, Ben Worthington. Hello there, IELTS students. This episode is all about improving your grammatical range and structure. Okay? Uh, sorry, grammatical range and accuracy. And as you probably know, this represents 25% of your IELTS writing score. The other 75% is comprised of lexical resource, which is like your vocabulary, comprehension and cohesion. Does it all fit together? Can you, is it all like, does it have a common theme going through? Do the parts connect? And the other one is task response. Are you answering the question required of you? Are you asking the, are you answering the question that's in front of you? Okay. And each of those, as you know, are worth 25% each. In this episode, we're going to just focus on grammatical range and accuracy. And we're going to look at ways to improve that and specifically sentence structure. And I'm going to give you a few different ways on how you can improve your sentence structure, different varieties of sentence structure and how you can change it up so you can so you can show the examiner different the different sentence structures you know, okay? Now, two things I want to say before we get started. The first one is to say thank you for listening to this podcast. If you go over to sentenceguide.com, where you can find a very practical, results-orientated online IELTS course for the speaking and for the writing specifically, there is a reading course there as well, um, but it's mainly focused on the writing and the speaking. But what I want to say is that go over there and when you do purchase one of those courses, if you want to get 30% off, when you check out, at the bottom left, there will be a box and it'll say coupon code and you can just write podcast 30 and you will get the discount. You'll get a discount of 30%, which is crazy, okay? So if it's going for 127 euros, um, 30% roughly is about 40 euros, okay? So that's not bad. Let's save an extra 40 euros, which is about 30 pounds, and I can't tell you in Australian dollars, sorry. Anyway, Grab a pen and let's get started. I'll just remind you, when you go to sentenceguide.com and you click on one of the options, write in the box PODCAST30, the coupon code, write it with capital letters, PODCAST30 and the number 30, and you'll get that 30% discount. So let's have a look at different ways we can improve our sentence structure. First of all, let's have a look at the three different types of sentences. We're going to go over this briefly, just to remind you. So we've got a simple sentence, compound sentence, and a complex sentence. 
So a simple sentence is just one clause. Okay. A compound sentence has more than one clause and a complex sentence has one or more, um, has one main clause and one or more subordinate or dependent clauses. Okay, so that's a brief overview. And I'll give you examples. A simple sentence. Copyright laws are necessary for society. Okay, now, although it's a simple sentence, we can still use this in our IELTS writing, in our essay. Okay, because if we fill up the paper with lots of complex sentences it makes it difficult to read makes it difficult to follow what we need is a balance of a couple of simple sentences a couple of com compound sentences and a couple of complex sentences okay or uh, complex compound sentences they're technically called so do not worry um, if you have to write one of these. The advantage of a simple sentence is that it's very simple, it's direct, you can communicate your point of view and perhaps it's good maybe if you want to put your opinion in there, okay? Maybe at the beginning of a paragraph or maybe in the introduction or in the conclusion and you just simply want to state your opinion, okay? You just say, in my opinion, copyright laws are necessary for society okay and that's fine that's fine now let's have a look at a compound sentence copyright laws are necessary for for society as they provide rewards and protection to original artwork creators okay so that that sentence has two independent main clauses and it's being joined by a coordinating conjunction, as in this case. Now, final one, because they provide rewards and protection, copyright laws are necessary for society. So this sentence has two main clauses and a subordinate clause, okay? The subordinate clause is first in this sentence because they provide order and reward okay um, so we have because they provide order and reward that's made subordinate because we still don't know what it is okay and what it is is copyright laws that's what it's subordinate to okay because we don't know what it's talking about until we get the main part which is the main subject which is copyright laws Okay, so we can also say copyright laws are necessary for society, dependent clause, because they provide rewards and protection. Okay, so that would be a complex compound sentence. Okay, now we're going to look at um, ways of transforming um, sentences okay into more complex ones and then we're going to look at ways we can introduce 
more varieties of sentence structures. So we've just looked at three there, and we're going to just look at some examples now. Okay? So the first example I want to give you are two simple sentences together. Okay? Or two simple sentences, two... Um, yes, sorry. Two <laughs> simple sentences. Let's get started. There we go. Traditional schooling is out of date. Full stop. There should be educational alternatives. Fine. Two simple sentences. How could we make this into a compound sentence? Very easy. We just stick and. Traditional schooling is out of date, comma, and there should be educational alternatives. All right. So that's quite... Um, straightforward. Now then, let's have a look at a complex compound sentence or complex sentence. Um, I'm just going to give you two ways of how we can transform that first sentence or those first two simple sentences. So one, we could use the subordinate conjunction even though. So communication between family members is less nowadays independent clause even though we have more technological advances now my recommendation okay is to choose one subordinate conjunction and master it okay write out maybe about 10 sentences with that subordinate conjunction get used to it incorporate it into your writing and once you've mastered it move on to another one Okay, let's have a look at another subordinate conjunction, rather than. So, children often play video games, comma, rather than conversing with their parents. Okay, so you can identify the dependent clause because on its own it makes no sense. Okay, so if, we, if I just write rather than conversing with their parents, it doesn't make any sense because rather than what? Okay, so that's why it's subordinate. It cannot stand on its own two feet. Okay, whereas if I say children often play video games, that can stand on its own feet. It's a simple sentence, an independent clause, and I could quite finish it there. Okay, quite possibly finish it there, but there's no need to because we're going to aim higher and we're going to say children often play video games, comma, rather than conversing with their parents. Okay. So that's how we would improve our simple sentences and our compound sentences. We would introduce subordinate conjunctions. Now, another way to um, improve or to vary our sentence structures, because we're not only focused on improving, but we also want to show a variety okay it is called grammatical range and accuracy so one way we can do this is just by changing the parts of the speech okay and we basically can say the same thing but with different structures okay so i'll give you one example we could say verb plus adverb or we could say adjective plus noun so the first one verb plus adverb from 1990 to 1998, UK sales cap 
UK car sales fluctuated slightly. Can you see that? That's one structure, that's the verb plus the adverb. Okay, fluctuated slightly. What would be the variation of this? Well, it would be the adjective plus the noun. Here we go. From 1990 to 98, there was, there was a slight fluctuation in UK car sales. Can you see that? Adjective plus noun. So that's a different way we can do it. And once again, um, a good exercise is to possibly write out the sentence verb plus adverb and then try and transform it into a sentence where you say adjective plus noun. Okay. Now, Another way we can introduce a little bit more variety with our sentence structures, okay, is to use a prepositional phrase. Now, I'm a big fan of these and I do teach these in my course. The reason is, is because they're quite easy to learn and you can pick up points really, I mean, it's quite easy to learn is quick to learn because it's very and it's very useful because it's very versatile okay so not only can you use it in your task one you can also use it in your task two and you've just introduced a little bit of variety in both of those pieces of writing okay um i'll give you an example so we could say since Okay, since the beginning of the 1990s, technology has become an increasingly important part of our everyday lives. Okay, can you see um, how that would easily fit into a task too? And we can also say, um, since the beginning of the 1990s, technology um, has slowly been climbing as the number one reason um, for consumer expenditure, okay? Imagining we've got a task one graph, an academic task one graph showing the, um, what do you call it? Showing an increase in consumer expenditure of technology products, okay, for example. And we could also very easily use this in a general task one. We could say, um, since April 3rd, or since April the 3rd, um, our company has been waiting for the supplies promised by your, by your firm and we have yet to receive them. Okay, so that's more like a preposition of time. So the way we use, well, common prepositions we can use are about, among, at, of, since, through, with. Okay, and then not all of these we can use at the beginning of the sentence, okay? Um, so those are the common ones. Here's another one. With regards to age group three, one can see that over 50-year-olds ate 60% more pulses than zero to 24-year-olds, okay? So with regards to climate change, can you see? So the first example was related to task one. The second one, um, related to a typical task two question about global, global climate change. So with regards to economic equality in the West, 
blah 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 okay um, so those are your prepositional phrases now by the way if you go to ieltspodcast.com or if you put into google ieltspodcast116 because this is episode 117 sorry and you will find click on this page go to the IELTS podcast find this actual podcast because in the post there's a whole worksheet where you can go and you can actually work through and do these transformations and you'll get the answers at the end okay and a good another reason why it's probably worth doing that is because not only have you heard all this information but you'll be able to see it in front of you as well okay now the next way we can improve our sentences is um, we can use relative pronouns. This is slightly more difficult. Okay, so we're common with we're familiar with personal pronouns: I, me, you, him. Okay, relative pronouns are what we use when we want to link subordinate clauses. Okay, now the most common relative pronouns are who, whom, which, whoever, whomever, whichever, and that. Okay, this it gets a little bit trickier now, but don't worry. So here's a, a sentence, okay, without just a normal uh, three sentences, simple sentences. So children enjoy video games. Children prefer playing sports. They have better reflex abilities and social skills. Okay, so it's it is a little bit stoppy and starty. Okay, so to speak, because it's just like full blah blah blah, and it doesn't really flow. This is an example of using too many simple sentences. Using one per paragraph is probably the best guideline. Okay. Because sometimes it is necessary to be short and direct, okay? But just don't put three of them together like you just heard me. So if we're going to transform these three simple sentences, we're going to use a relative pronoun. This is how we'll do it. We'll say, children who enjoy video games and playing sports have better reflex abilities and social skills. Now, just all flows together okay now if you're using a full range of sentence structures simple compound complex compound if you're using uh, the relative pronouns and you're using different structures such as the verb plus adverb adjective plus noun all these different ones we said then you're going to greatly increase the chances of scoring high and in the sentence guide we go through essential ones and not only essential ones but ones that are double useful okay ones that you can specifically and I'll sh and I show you how but specifically use not only in your task one but also in your task two so you get double use out of them okay and not only does it tell you which ones to use it just tells you basically where to put them in the paragraph 
And if you're following the whole sentence guide program from beginning to end, it's just a pace, it's just a case of dropping these sentence structures into your plan that we teach you how to make in a matter of minutes. Okay? And remember two things, very important things. There is a worksheet actually on the podcast post where you can go um, I'll make that a PDF as well so you can do the exercises you know just another way and you've got the answers on that on that PDF as well uh, it's just another way to compound the learning and more importantly when you if you want to check out the course you can get a 30% discount and that's just on the checkout page You'll, they'll say enter coupon code and put podcast 30 for a massive 30% discount. All right. Okay. So soon we'll be getting the answers uh, about what happened to Denise and Gabriella. <laughs> um, I think it was Denise that had to stall a little bit because there were no IELTS places for academic IELTS left in Liverpool. Um, so there's a slight delay there, but soon we'll be getting Gabriella's answers, uh, Gabriella's, Gabriella's results. Right, so enjoy your um, IELTS preparation. And if you're getting a bit down, just remember why you're doing this. Remember why, you're, why you took IELTS in the first place, okay? Just think after you've got the IELTS when you're working as a doctor, when you've got that Australian citizenship, when you're in the university, okay? By focusing on the end results, it makes it easier to do the small stuff, the exercises, the tasks, the writings, and all this. If we can maintain in our minds why we started the whole thing and focus on that end result and don't take no as an answer, and fail a lot then we're going to get through this and when I mean fail I mean fail with the practice tests take the practice test get some feedback write the essays get the feedback and that's the fastest way to improve okay and you can do the essay correction for five euros okay it doesn't cost much and I think if you write to me as well there's a way to get it for one euro just write to me and say, hey, I've got a problem with my writing and I'll send you a special link so you can get your essays corrected for next to nothing, okay, for less than a coffee. Okay, remember what I said, keep going and remember you've got a discount, extra help there, you've got a PDF to help you, but the main important thing is focus on the end result, focus on the why, why are you doing this, why are you taking IELTS? Okay, and focus and think of constantly, constantly think of that end result of chilling out in an Australian university or studying hard and, and graduating from um, Liverpool University or getting the citizenship and a better future for yourself, for your family. Okay, so bear that in mind.
listening to IELTSpodcast.com.